to the Tip of the Iceberg podcast. I'm Amy Souter with the Packer and PMG, two trade publications in the fresh produce industry. Thanks so much for joining us. The Packers editor, Tom Karst, interviews Mike Mauti of Executytics in Canada. Mauti, or Mike, is a managing partner of this consulting firm for the produce industry. He spent 20 plus years working in the produce departments for one of North America's top retailers. They talk about what's coming for fall produce at retail and what kind of merchandising and marketing retailers may do. Mike and Tom dive a little deeper into cranberries and what happens when retailers have too many cranberries left over after winter holidays. And do you know when Canada's Thanksgiving is and what it's about? You will if you listen. Then Mike and Tom delve into other topics like what Canada's biggest export segment is, his expectations for PMA's big show in New Orleans, and finally, what Canada is experiencing with COVID-19's latest wave of infections and how their vaccination rates compare to those in the US. Now, enough from me. Let's hear it straight from Mike and Tom. This is Tom Cars, editor of The Pactor, and I'm here this afternoon with Mike Mowdy of Executolytics in Canada. And Mike, always good to see you. Hi, Tom. Good to, good to be here, as always. Good to visit today. We're, uh, we're talking about how the seasons are shifting a little bit, uh, not fully into fall mode, but uh, definitely moving that direction. Uh, as you look around and at, at retail, uh, that means some changes, right, in terms of how products are merchandised and what's going on? Yeah, absolutely. We start to see... Uh, things like grilling peppers and uh, Roma tomatoes coming out in in big skid drops and, and uh, big displays, getting ready for people who are uh, looking to grill some peppers or can some tomato sauce, uh, things like that. And and we also see outside of the store uh, big big displays of of fall mums. Uh, so that's a, a you know a real good draw to get people into the store. Bright colors of the fall, uh, very hardy looking uh, plants. And so it's it, it's a that kind of feel good changing of the season uh, merchandising that uh, that really sets the mood. And then of course you get into the store and, and you see things that are a little bit different than what you might have seen uh, a month ago. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, the uh, what about the retail? Are they I guess the the retail mindset, the consumer mindset about it? Is it getting? I know it has been a path back to normal. Do uh, you feel like in Canada there that? Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, what kind of behavior are you seeing out of consumers? Are they lingering a little bit longer in the department? Yeah, it seems like there's uh, a little bit more of a comfort level to get into the grocery store. Uh, we still see a, a fair amount of social distancing. We still see the uh, the, the wayfinders on on the floor asking people to to maintain their distance. Uh, full masking in the stores, both for the customers and the uh, the employees of the store. So we're, we're still in a very safe environment here, but definitely more people in the store than what we would have seen, uh, let's call it six months ago, uh, when we were in full full lockdown. And consequently, you know, we see a bit of a pullback on the e-commerce uh, part of the business. Mm-hmm. Um, so as more people are, are comfortable to get back into the stores, they're using the e-commerce uh, solutions a little bit less. Of course, there has been a holdover effect from prior to the pandemic as so many people tried either a click and collect or a grocery delivery model. A lot of those people, of course, stayed. It's interesting. Uh, how about yourself? Do you, um, you still do some uh, 
ordering and picking up and that type of thing? Or what do you, what do you yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty much uh, exclusive on a click and collect model. I find that uh, the service is, is very good. Uh, it saves me about uh, an hour or so uh, a week getting into the grocery store. Uh, that way, when I do get into the grocery stores, I'm more concerned about what's happening with merchandising and new products and uh, pricing and things like that and not bogged down with, uh, with actual grocery shopping. Do you find the, the, product, the product quality relative to produce is, is pretty good or up to your ex expectations? Yeah, I would say that uh, there's no real change in, in how a uh, product is being presented quality-wise. Obviously, there's, you know, uh, you know, everybody has a bad day from time to time. But uh, in, on, on the whole, product quality has been, has been quite good recently. Interesting, interesting. As you think about some items coming up in the fall, you know, of course, you've got the pomegranates, you've got cranberries uh, later on. Um, some unique opportunities to highlight commodities that maybe don't get as much you know, the limelight other parts of the year, right? Yeah, sure. Pumpkins, of course, are, are a big one. Oh, yeah. uh, it won't be very long before we start to see big uh, bins of pumpkins uh, dropped outside the store alongside those beautiful fall mums. Uh, it's also a good time for apples to take uh, center stage. Uh, not only, uh, you know, full crop of, of local apples, but then some of the, the fancier varieties that, uh, that come from around, around the world. It's a good time to showcase them while you're showcasing a local crop. Yeah, Apple's uh, format kind of dictates how many varieties a retailer might carry, correct? And Certainly. Is, and what what's the typical plan, I guess, for a larger retailer in terms of their rotating varieties and, and how long do they stick with one, say, niche variety, then, then do they try out? You know, and give a couple of varieties a shot. To, you see a pattern in how the retailers are approaching that? Or? Yeah, I think it's dictated a, a lot uh, by what's being grown in the different growing areas. Mm -hmm. uh, I would hazard a guess that um, a full service conventional grocery store could have as many as uh, 20 apple skews mm -hmm. um, on, on display when you combine bagged apples with uh, the, the typical bulk apples, organic apples. There's a lot going on out there. And you know, you've got, you've got your, your main varieties, the ones that have been around for, for many, many years. Uh, but then you'll see, you know, two or three or four of these new age high flavor skews uh, making uh, make an appearance on the counter. Mm -hmm. And what I'm seeing is uh, grocery companies like to find their, their kind of signature apples and stick with them uh, over a period of time. You know, I, I was going to ask you about cranberries a, a little bit because of our upcoming section. In mm -hmm. Canada, we, you're a country that grows cranberries as well as, of course, probably sources from the U.S. to some degree. Yeah. What consumers uh, have a similar mindset about cranberries? Holiday use, uh, big in big in November, December, I guess, right? For, for Canada. Uh, yeah. Actually, we start going in October. You will actually start to see cranberries enter the stores in the next couple of weeks. Okay. Uh, our Thanksgiving is uh, October 10th. This year, so we've got to get them in quite a bit earlier than, uh, than what you find in the U.S. Uh, but mostly uh, for for the holidays, we'll see. Like I said, late September products starting to come in, carried over through Thanksgiving, uh, and then having a, a volume available still for for Christmas. The big time period is Thanksgiving with a secondary push for for Christmas, and oftentimes you'll find a little bit of product left over after after the holiday, the Christmas holiday season. Um, and 
you know, it's, it's not great to have uh, cranberries after Christmas, but it's also a good opportunity to use that for healthy eating themes mm -hmm. or uh, just giving a, a little bit of a flavor in, in the new year. But typically you want to sell out over Christmas. Mm -hmm. It's not a good stock to have in the new year. Yeah, Thanksgiving in Canada. I'm totally ignorant about it, but it's it's earlier in the in November, right? What What is the tradition? Second, second, second Monday of October. Second Monday, okay. That is very interesting. Um, and okay, I, not, to, not to be uh, not to be too much into the weeds on that, but why then, or what's the what's the history of that? Um, it, it's primarily a weather thing. It is a uh, a celebration of the harvest, and so our, our harvest ends uh, a little bit earlier than some of the states just just south of us. But uh, that's that's the primary reason. It, once right. you get into uh, November, uh, you know, there's there's some chances of, of some pretty nice weather so oh, maybe for sure. but the good thing is i mean it, it's it's a big celebration um mm -hmm. it's uh, the same type of celebration as you would expect from where, where you're, you're from families get together mm -hmm. turkey is the, the the typical meal of choice all the fixings which includes cranberries and sweet potatoes and and stuffing and all that mm -hmm. so it's a, it's a very similar experience than you know, from what you you experience very interesting mike what about the demand for local produce and we, we've seen a lot of investment in greenhouses and mm -hmm. you know the indoor agriculture how do you assess that trend up in canada do you also see interest in that by retailers by consumers uh, well certainly i i i believe that uh, the local movement is is stronger in canada than it is in the united states i think uh, you know a lot of our produce comes from the united states and, and now a lot a lot coming from mexico as well so the local season is really the opportunity to not just support the local community economy but also the the canadian economy so i think for that reason it's a it's it's a, a big thing in, in Canada. Uh, as far as greenhouses, I mean, we, we've been really going big on greenhouses over the last number of years, really world leaders on, on the greenhouse uh, business. And it's, it ends up being one of our largest produce export uh, segments as well. I know it's uh, we're still some weeks away from PMA, but you think there'll be a, a large contingent of Canadian produce operators are going to PMA this year? I know there's a little few question marks about yeah, there's certainly question marks. I think there, there's going to be a Canadian contingency for sure, less than what we would have expected in, in years past. Though. I guess that's remains to be seen what that looks like, but uh, yeah, I'm sure it's uh, on track and unless we hear otherwise, right? That's, yeah, that's right. So. Well, very interesting. Well, good. Uh, good to catch up with you, Mike. I was interested in uh, these fall items and in general, do you think the COVID, I mean, here in the U.S., we're hearing about the, the strain, the Delta strain. Is that yeah. similar news up there? And is that a concern yeah. in Canada? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, it's uh, definitely a big concern. We're, we're getting to numbers that maybe a little bit lower than, than half of what it was at the peak while we were uh, in you know, January, February. Uh, but definitely a growing concern and not slowing down yet either. It's still... Uh, still starting to to ramp up, so we'll we'll see where that takes us. We we've got very good vaccination numbers. We've slowed down quite a bit, but we're at a, a fairly high level. I think last time I checked, we're right around eighty five percent of eligible people having their first dose, and right around seventy eight percent getting their second dose. So we're that is, we're a, that is a, 
That is a very high. Yeah, that's, I think that's higher than any state that I've seen, at least recent data. But yeah, it's impressive. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, we're, so we're, we're good that way, but it's still spreading amongst the unvaccinated. Very good. Well, hey, great to talk to you, Mike. Thank you, thank you for your help today. Appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Anytime. Hey, everyone. That wraps it up for us today. Thank you so much for listening. If you like what you hear, please take a moment to hit that subscribe button, rate us, and type out a quick review on whatever platform you use to listen to the Tip of the Iceberg podcast, whether it's Google Play, Audible, Apple, or others. It really helps us out. Enjoy our earlier episodes too. You'll find some great conversations with members of the industry. And we'll have more of those in the coming weeks, of course. Thanks so much for your support. Have a wonderful week.